your career planning gives you a template. So when you now plan and how you can use it either in your next role for the next quarter, in your nine to five, in your 10 to seven, it gives you a template. It gives you a clear cut template on specifically the results you've been working on and how that is working for you right now. Hello everyone, this is Tracy and I am your host on the Visible at Work podcast. Subscribe to hear a weekly dose of actionable insights from me with my decade experience working with multicultural teams across Europe, the Middle East, Africa and North America. You also hear down-to-earth interviews with culturally diverse people who have succeeded to remain visible at work, irrespective of adjusting to different countries, work cultures and people. You don't want to miss this. Hey everybody, it's another episode of the Visible at Work podcast and I'm excited to be here with you this week. Today we're going to talk about why career planning is important for you abroad. We're all now in the last quarter of 2020 and before I get into today's topic, we have crossed 1,000 listeners. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for being part of our awesome story. Thank you so much for sending in your questions. Thank you for constantly listening and subscribing. And we're waiting for your reviews as well. If you've loved any episode, drop it in the review section on iTunes. Um, It's so, so refreshing and exciting to see that we have a safe space to talk about things that affect our careers when we move abroad because a career affects your lifestyle. So uh, apart from all the jumping and celebration, let's jump right into today's topic. If you've been a regular listener on the podcast, you would know that in between every episode, you'll probably hear an ad uh, about our Career Visibility Accelerator, which is now called the Career Success Abroad Program. And we always talk about planning, that we plan for everything, but we don't plan for our careers. I'm not going to bore you with the spiel of the ad, um, but I really want to take the time to drill down to why we created that ad and why we talk about career planning. Because sometimes when you hear career planning, a lot of people really think, well, I only need to plan like when I am interviewing for a job or when I really need a job. But moving to a new city or a new country, it's a whole gamut for every person. And everybody's journey is totally different. But there's some sort of anxiety, excitement, um, fear that comes with all of those things. Like you're in a range of emotions. So it really helps when you can take the time to plan or strategize your next move or what your move will be when you finally land or when you are stuck in that position. So in other words, what I'm trying to say is when you have a career plan, um, especially when you are abroad, it helps you to take a step back when things are going great to say, hey, what did I do well? What were the things I did that worked? And how can I apply that to other aspects of my career? That's one aspect. The second thing that career planning can do will be it would help when things are not going so great. So, of course, there'll be times when you're disappointed, when you get a lot of rejection 
and there's a lot of pushback you with your career planning you can also go back to the drawing board and say hmm what exactly is the issue with um what i'm doing right now i always think from a marketer's perspective where you have a product you're trying to sell that product and um between your um sales funnel there is some pushback so maybe people are dropping off at a certain point or once people get the freebies you don't hear from them anymore <laughs> and then you fix the funnel so each time i approach a almost every situation i think like that um and another thing that career planning can do it also helps you to think about yourself in a new way because when you move abroad you're evolving as a person who you were when you left your home country who you were when you were working in a different organization even if it's a different location and you would you moved for an intercompany transfer is totally different from who you are right now um in your new role in your new position in your new location so career planning really helps you to have a grip have a grasp of what your goals are going to be in this new place and if you're meeting those goals if you're hitting those goals or if you need to create new goals instead of just throwing spaghetti on the wall and praying for it to stick or just hoping that people like you or just wishing that like all the challenges will go away which of course doesn't <laughs> but it also helps when you have a plan and you can go back to the plan uh, i remember i read a quote a long time ago about how war generals and he said something about uh wars are won in the in the war room not in the battlefield so you know just like saying that a lot of generals don't fight wars uh on the battlefront they already have a strategy before they go to war so i want you to approach your career planning in that type of situation because i've had too many such stories of a lot of people that come and they have a lot of pushback and they feel stuck and they don't even know where to start from so if you're listening to this podcast please share with a lot of your friends we you know people that have moved um or they're studying over in a different country there are so many topics that can be very useful to them and this is one of them so let's jump right in so now that we're on the same page on career planning and how that could help with your career abroad then we can dive into what that can do for you and why it's really important so we'll start with um how we can also prepare you for your next role if you're not in your dream role um i think i had touched on that in one of the past episodes but career planning can be very useful for you and i'll tell you how you can now start preparing for your next role now and not waiting until the interview pops up now i say that to say this when we talk about careers it is a whole circle of everything involved in what you do what brings you joy what pays you the best what brings out your skills and talents so it's not just your 9 to 5 of what you do between 9 a.m and 5 p.m there might be other things that you're doing or there might be other things that you have plans to do so your career planning can really help you sit down and decide 
how everything is intertwined or how you want it to be intertwined. Just like a tree that has roots and it's not just one straight roots. They're different roots that are spread uh, underneath the soil. If you're able to uproot a tree, you see how vast the roots run deep. That's how your career planning should be for you. I use this, a tool um, which I think you should check out. It's very helpful. Like if you want to pour out things in your mind, I was speaking to a friend the other day and um, that friend was just talking about how, you know, they have so many things up in their mind that they want to do career wise, but they don't even know where to start from. And there are a lot of changes that have happened. And there's this tool I use. If you're not a journal person kind of person, you don't like write paper and pen. If you're more of a computer person, you should try out Miro. Um, so Miro, M-I-R-O, is a, more like a whiteboard, a digital whiteboard. It has like digital whiteboard, digital stick-on notes. You can plan with other people. So maybe you could decide to have a family career planning where you and your partner, you can sit down and plan your careers together. And you can do it digitally. And you can always pull it up whenever you're down, you're overwhelmed. You can look it up on your phone. You can use your tablet. You can check it out. So you always have it with you, even if you don't have a journal. And that's why I like it. So I usually use like the... Uh, the uh, either the carbon method or I use any of the other ones that has like the uh, tree and I sit down, I put my name and I draw out. These are the things I really love to do. This is what I'm getting paid for. How can I get paid more for this? How can I, how can I connect that to what I want to do next? Now, there's no pressure to rush yourself to want to achieve everything you pour out and draw out on your career planning board for 2020. And this is why I'm talking about this now in the first quarter, well, the first week of the fourth quarter of 2020, because that brings it to your consciousness and you can start thinking about what you want to do or how you want to plan your career for 2021. So the goal right here on this topic today is not really about, okay, Tracy just talked about career planning and why it's so important and we have to get to start doing it to finish everything now, like in 2020. You can finish the whole goal, the plan and the strategy, and you can start implementing maybe during Christmas, maybe in January 2020 or even now. So it all depends on like what your situation is and how you want to tackle it. And also to add to that, like I mentioned, the career planning uh, shouldn't all, it doesn't always have to be about just your nine to five. It could be outside your nine to five. So maybe from um, seven to nine p.m. you like to play the guitar, and maybe you want to get on shows. You want to start doing shows. There's still virtual shows going on now, so you don't have to wait until everywhere is opened up, and you want to attend a show. There's still meetup groups that have a lot of interest and things that people still attend meetings, but they do it virtually. So think about like all of those areas. It doesn't have to be your immediate nine to five. Your career planning gives you a template. So when you now plan and how you can use it either in your next role for the next quarter, in your nine to five, in your 10 to seven, it gives you a template. 
it gives you a clear cut template on specifically the results you've been working on and how that is working for you right now. How do I mean by, what do I mean by this? So look at your top two priorities that you've had in the last two, three months, what you've been doing with that. I know this year has been a crazy year. So of course your priorities may have changed. Um, but if it's working for you, what exactly are you doing and how is that working for you? Look at the top three responsibilities that you've had at work and if you've been able to meet up with them. So that sets a template for these are the results you're able to deliver on and these are the results you can be sure you can deliver on. And then you can now top that off and add um, what do you want your stretch goal to be. So if I'm going to be... Uh, having a career plan and I already know my two priorities that I had before and I've been able to focus on that and my top three responsibilities that I have covered and I have achieved what next will be my stretch goal and how will that help me personally and also on the team that I'm with. Would that stretch goal help me to become a better leader? Would that stretch goal put me in a position to lead other people? Would that stretch goal put me in a position to speak up for myself and other people? Will that stretch goal help me to also become a mentor to someone else? No, trust me, no matter how new you think you are, there's still somebody that could learn something from you. So, those are the three templates that a career planning can do for you. And you can decide how you want to pursue them, why, why you want to pursue them, and um, when you want to start pursuing them. Today's episode was brought to you by Career Visibility Accelerator Program. Have you ever felt that sinking feeling of being left out? Then listen. There's a problem you face being a highly skilled foreign professional. If you're an immigrant, a self-funded expert, a newcomer, or have English as your second language, you've prepared for everything else, location, food, weather, a great house, schools for your kids if you have one, but you haven't prepared for the business side of selling your skills in a new environment. You might get a job just to pay the bills. Of course, we all have bills to pay, so that's understandable. But then you get sucked into just surviving. How do you get unstuck from that? And even if you got a job, how do you influence decision makers at work, confidently speak up at meetings, deal with the cultural differences that could affect your productivity and performance? You plan for every other thing else. And all of that is hinged on the work that you do. So, you need to plan for how you manage your talent, sell your skills, build your connections, and recertify to learn a new skill set. There comes Career Visibility Accelerator Program. It is here to help cut short that long, lonely, difficult process as a leading six-week virtual training program to help you stand out at work. If you're ready to take action, then join us and let's go all in. Visit www.visibleatwork.com. Sign up for the waitlist to learn about a proven framework to confidently share your transferable skills, articulate your value, and be the superstar you've always been. It's been tested, 
proven and has helped skill the careers of many foreign professionals like you. Join the Career Visibility Accelerator program so you can make that shift from surviving to thriving. Visit www.visibleatwork.com and sign up for the waitlist today. Now with career planning comes you evolving as a person. Um, you know I mentioned that you're already changing, you've changed and you've evolved as a person. So you have a new narrative. What is your new narrative? I know with career planning, it gives you the time to really decide if you're going to be conflicted about being modest about your achievement or really speaking out about what projects you've worked on, what you've contributed on and having the stats to prove it. So that's what I mean by having a new narrative. With your career planning, you're able to address those issues that um, drive your story that you feel shows more experience. Maybe you have, you now have more experience or you decide what story you want to drop and what story you want to focus on. Um, so let's say, for example, you've been in a different industry from your primary industry and you want to get back into your primary industry. So that means you have to change the narrative that you have right now about saying, oh, I currently work as a, uh, let's just say, I, I currently work as a frontline worker. Um, kudos to all frontline workers. And maybe you just started doing that during the pandemic because it was paying the bills and now you want to get back into your industry. So what were the things you gained from working as a frontline worker that can be applied to your new um, to your industry that you want to get back in. So maybe you learned patience, you learned empathy. You are the one that's going to call out those things. Nobody's going to see you and say, oh, okay, you used to be a frontline worker. You are a frontline worker. I think you have the skills that can be very useful in this role. Nobody's going to do that for you. So you have to use that career planning to sit down and come up with a new narrative, how whatever you have right now, can work wherever you are and call it out. Now, now I mean literally call it out. So when you're having a conversation with somebody or with your boss or someone that has more experience, uh, somebody that would be um, useful for you in terms of a conversation where, where you're headed, um, you can tell them that, hey, I know it may appear that I've been away from my industry for a while, but let me tell you why this is the right time for me to jump right in. So you see how I've driven that conversation to, to start that conversation about why I have a new narrative and why my plans for 2021 in my career is to come back into my industry. That's what you should be doing when you have informational interviews or coffee chats, or even within your company where you are, if you want to work on maybe a different project, that's how you should drive that conversation. Say, hey, I know it may appear that I'm, I've been working on this for a while, but let me tell you why this is the right time for me to start thinking about this area. And then the person will listen. The person will sit up and say, okay, tell me, tell me why. And then you can now start talking. Then you can just bullet point list out maybe two or three things and tell them I'm not afraid of starting over. So I have moved over time. Uh, maybe I even moved from one province or one state to another. So I know what it feels like starting over and I'm not afraid to start over. I'm not afraid to relearn. I've learned a lot, even in this industry where I'm in right now. I've learned so much. And then you can mention one or two things you've learned. 
and I can apply what I've learned here in this new industry that I'm going into in 2021 or this new project I want to work on. And I'm also not afraid to relearn because now I know I'm going to learn new things there and I'm open to learning that. So let me tell you a bit about my story and then you jump right in. Just make it a one-liner. So that's how you're able to have your narrative and drive your narrative. And then you wrap it up with saying, this is what I intend to do when I get into this industry. So you have called out what you think um, the other person you're speaking to might be too afraid to address with you. And then you have made them see that you also know your blind spots. You can see your blind spots and you're not afraid to address it. People love bold people in this part of the world too. And I know you're bold, um, but when you have a plan, you will no longer be conflicted about whether you should be modest about your achievements and then whether you should start speaking up because you know what areas you want to cover, what areas you want to start talking about. And then, like I said, wrapping it up with saying, this is what you're going to do. So you're not just saying, yes, I will do this, but you're telling them and showing them a roadmap on what you're going to do. So now you see how career planning doesn't just apply to a job application. You can use that for your promotion, your performance review. So when your boss or your leader asks you, do you have any questions? Please don't be quiet. Don't say, uh, I can't think of any right now. You have now you have questions. Now you have how you can plan for those questions. Now you have a way that you can enter the conversation because a lot of uh, leaders, a lot of people sometimes they're afraid to initiate that conversation. So they don't come across as uh, being the ones too hard on you or uh, driving you to want to change or speak up when you're not ready to. But when you're able to call it out, hmm, they just think, okay, well, she's ready. He's ready. And I know you are ready. So um, please try that out and let me know how that goes. And I really want to see you win. I really want you to apply career planning now as we get into the last quarter for 2021. And if you really think that this is so important to me and this is why I need to plan for this, um, you can reach out to me if you want somebody to bounce off ideas with and you really want to help with your career planning. Um, you can reach out to me for an audit, a uh, career abroad audit that I'm currently doing right now. We'll sit down, talk about your goals and then plan for the next phase, what you want to do and how you want to approach that. So again, thank you so much once more for listening to this episode and thank you for reaching 1000 listeners. I believe you're part of the 1000 listeners and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Remember guys, communication is your superpower to remain visible at work. I will talk to you next week. Bye.